0: Hello, dear listeners, you've tuned in to Reverse Reset Restore, the space where we explore the incredible potential within ourselves for creating change. I'm Sally, your fellow traveler on the road to well-being and self-improvement. Join me today as we discuss how you can craft a life filled with purpose, passion, and profound self-awareness with one simple technique. And the only resolution you have to make is the commitment to yourself. Change comes from within. Welcome back to Reverse Reset Restore. I am so glad that you're here with me. It's that time of the year when people start thinking about their New Year's resolutions. They get excited, determined. They say things like, This year, I'm really gonna do it. Or, I'm committed to making the change. They may even go so far as to make some plans. Clean out the kitchen, organise their food with menus and healthy recipes, join a gym, or gather the materials for their new life as an artiste. As the clock strikes midnight on New Year's Eve, Millions around the world embark on the journey of self-improvement, armed with newfound determination and a list of ambitious resolutions. Yet, as the weeks unfold, their initial fervor fades. And by February, their enthusiasm has waned. The gym attendance dwindles, the kale salads are replaced with familiar comfort foods, And their masterpiece lies unfinished in the garage, the space they had turned into a mini-studio, now hidden under layers of empty boxes and broken junk and everything else that no longer belongs in the house. The question beckons, why do New Year's resolutions, those annual pledges of change and transformation, seem to falter so fast? Delving into the psychology and patterns of human behavior, the reasons behind the failings for the majority of people who start out with a new year's resolution unveil a tale of aspiration, habits, and the intricate dance of good intentions versus reality. Here's my list of 12 reasons why resolutions don't work for most of us. You either make them too vague or nonspecific or they're too ambitious or unattainable. There's a lack of planning, a lack of commitment. You're not being held to account. You've become impatient. There's all or nothing thinking. There's too many resolutions. There's a lack of intrinsic motivation. There's a failing to acknowledge and celebrate the small achievements. You might be neglecting to have compassion for who you are. And you're focused on short-term changes rather than maintaining long-term changes. I'm going to go into each of these reasons now, and I encourage you to really consider if any of these are thoughts or behaviours you have been caught up in when it comes to trying to change. Have you made your resolutions too vague and non-specific, saying, I want to get fit, or I want to be healthier. Without clear, actionable goals, it's challenging to measure progress or stay motivated. Or perhaps people set resolutions that are too ambitious or unattainable. When they fail to meet these expectations, they become discouraged. And discouragement is the pathway to apathy. Like being vague or too general, often people lack planning. Achieving a goal usually requires a well-thought-out plan. Without a clear strategy, people are more likely to give up when they encounter obstacles. The next reason why resolutions fail is a big one. People lack commitment. They say they want to change, but when it comes right down to it, they don't want to do the work to get there. And sometimes resolutions are made on a whim or under societal pressure rather than reflecting genuine personal commitment. If there's no strong internal motivation, it's easy to abandon the goal. Not being accountable. Sharing your resolutions with others or seeking support can help maintain accountability. If you keep your resolutions private, you might not feel as responsible for achieving them. And if you're not accountable to anyone, then there's no one there to encourage you in the tough moments and you're more likely to give up. The biggest, and I think the most common factor for resolutions failing is because people get impatient. Change takes time. People often expect immediate results and get discouraged when they don't see progress as quickly as they'd like. And I get it. I want to see things happen instantaneously too. But life just isn't like that. Take weight, for example. If it's taken you 10 years to put on 50 pounds or 25 kilos or whatever, it's not going to just magically disappear overnight or in just a few weeks. There is no magic diet pill or energy drink or protein shake or even exercise that is going to shift that extra weight in a month or less. Most people allow themselves to be led by their impatience and give up. Then you have the people who are the all or nothing thinkers. These individuals have a tendency to think in black and white terms If they slip up once, they might consider the entire resolution a failure leading to abandonment. This type of thinking is very unhelpful. It's one of the distorted thinking patterns I discussed in episodes 14, Why Your One-Track Mind Always Seems to Run Away from You, and episode 15, How Your Thinking is Like Playing a Game of Snakes and Ladders. I recommend you take a listen to those episodes if you struggle with distorted thinking patterns like jumping to conclusions, catastrophizing, all-or-nothing thinking, or personalization, which is when you think everything is always your fault. i have linked those episodes in the show notes. Another common tactic which can result in being unable to stick to your resolutions is overloading on them. Trying to tackle too many resolutions at once can be overwhelming it's better to focus on a few specific goals to ensure success. Of course, external factors such as work or life stress can also interfere with your resolution progress. These factors may be unpredictable and beyond your control. You may lack intrinsic motivation. Resolutions that are driven by external pressures or societal expectations rather than intrinsic motivation are less likely to be successful. This is common when we are trying to do things to please other people or meet what others expect of us. Change comes from within, my darling friends, which means that if you are not intrinsically or naturally inspired to stick with a resolution or to change, you just won't. Just a side note for those of us who want to see someone make changes in their life, It can be super frustrating for those of us on the sidelines who want to see someone we love change because we know how much more fulfilling their lives might be. But it's not our life, you know? You just got to come to the realization sometimes that no matter your best intentions, your concerns and cares, you are not responsible for the way others live their lives. I talked about the importance of celebrating small wins in our 31 Days of Self Care series back in October. I had a number of listeners reach out to me to say they felt this episode was a really important reminder to be more loving and kind, and to remind themselves of what they're doing well, no matter how insignificant they were passing it off. Failing to acknowledge and celebrate small achievements along the way can make the journey feel unrewarding. And that can make it really easy to give up on a resolution when you're looking at the bigger picture and not realizing the success you have in the smaller areas. How many times have you heard someone, or even yourself, bemoan the slowness of losing weight, for example? The expectation to lose five pounds in three days and you only lost two Instead of celebrating losing two, you gripe about not losing the three extra pounds you were hoping for. I've done this myself so often I could write a book. It's the but, but, but distorted thinking. Looking at the perceived failure rather than the awesome fact you lost two pounds. I see this type of thinking come up a lot in some of the Facebook groups I'm in and it makes me sad. When we focus on our lack we get more of it. This leads me to my next point of why resolutions fail. We neglect to have compassion for ourselves. People often beat themselves up for minor setbacks instead of showing self-compassion and acknowledging that setbacks are a normal part of the process. This is a form of self-sabotage and it is especially toxic. And finally, a lot of the time we create a resolution that is focused on short-term changes without considering how we maintain those changes over the long run. In other words, we want the results, but we don't want to make them a part of our routines or daily habits in order to not only see the results, but maintain them. Now that I've talked about some of the reasons that New Year's resolutions don't tend to stick, I want to offer you an alternative. This is something I've been doing for a number of years now, and I love it. It's helped me achieve things that a New Year's resolution hasn't been able to do. It's a simple concept that has gained popularity in recent years. Instead of a resolution, you choose a word of the year to focus on. This practice involves selecting a single word or phrase to serve as a guiding theme or intention for the year ahead. It's an alternative approach to setting specific resolutions and offers several benefits compared to the more traditional New Year's resolutions. And because it's one word, you can apply it to any goals or intentions you want to set throughout the year. Here's an explanation of the idea behind choosing a word for the year, along with its benefits, comparisons to resolutions, and what makes it helpful. Simplicity and focus. Choosing a word for the year simplifies the process of goal setting. Instead of creating a list of multiple resolutions, you concentrate on a single word that encapsulates your overarching theme or intention for the year. This simplicity promotes focus and clarity. It allows you to concentrate your energy and attention on one central concept, making it easier to stay committed throughout the year. Flexibility and Adaptability Resolutions often come with rigid, all-or-nothing expectations. If you deviate from your resolutions, you may feel like you failed. In contrast, a word for the year provides more flexibility. Your chosen word can be open to interpretation and adaptation as circumstances change. It doesn't set you up for failure if life takes unexpected turns. Personal Connection Your word for the year is deeply personal. It reflects your values, aspirations, and intentions. You choose a word that resonates with you and aligns with your current needs and goals. This personal connection to your chosen word can be a powerful motivator and reminder throughout the year. Inspiration and Motivation Unlike resolutions that can sometimes feel like a to-do list, a word for the year serves as a source of inspiration and motivation. It's a guiding principle that influences your daily choices and actions. Your word can provide a consistent source of encouragement, reminding you of what you want to achieve and how you want to live your life. Emphasis on growth and well-being. Many New Year's resolutions focus on external achievements or specific outcomes, such as weight loss or career advancements. A word for the year often places a greater emphasis on personal growth and well-being. It encourages you to work on qualities, behaviours or mindset changes that can lead to holistic improvement. Long-term sustainability. Traditional resolutions often have a high abandonment rate within the first few months of the year. A word for the year, with its adaptability and emphasis on long-term growth, may be more sustainable. It encourages ongoing reflection and personal development, rather than a race to achieve specific goals within a limited time frame. Integration into daily life. Your word for the year can be seamlessly integrated into your daily life. It can influence your decisions, actions, and interactions, providing a continuous reminder of your intentions. This integration promotes a holistic approach to personal development and well-being. Now I go extra with my word of the year, if I'm being honest, because not only do I choose a word, I then choose a word for each letter of that word, and then I make an icon to serve as a visual reminder as well. Each word within my word helps to support, align, and refine the intention of my word for the year. For example, this year, 2023, my word was reclaim. I then chose words for each letter, which was resilience, exuberant, courage, liberty, accomplish, intuitive, and mindfulness. For each of these words, I tied them back to the root word reclaim. So, for example... How would becoming more resilient help me to reclaim myself? Well, resilience is about tenacity. It's the capacity to adapt, bounce back, and recover in the face of adversity or challenges or setbacks. Yep, I want me some of that. And then I tied it back to how by building resilience into my life, I reclaim a sense of purpose for how I want my life to be. I take responsibility for what I can do for myself, even in the midst of a crisis. Of course, you do not need to be as extra as me about this. Keep it as as simple as you want. I would encourage you to create or find an image that fits with your word and put it in places you'll see it frequently. Write your word down and put it in a visible place. Put it on the fridge, in the bathroom, on your bedside table. Stick it to the back of your front door, in your car. Use it as your phone screen saver. Put it wherever you can so that it's always in your face and always serves as a reminder, oh yes, that's my intention. How can I add that word into more of my daily life? The idea behind choosing a word for the year is to simplify goal setting, promote focus and emphasize personal growth and well-being. This practice offers a flexible, adaptable and motivating alternative to traditional New Year's resolutions. It provides a guiding theme that can influence your actions, decisions, and mindset throughout the year, making it a helpful and sustainable approach to self-improvement. If this is something you're keen to adopt, I'd love to hear what you choose as your Word for the Year to focus on. Let me know by commenting on our Word for the Year short video on the Reverse Reset Restore YouTube channel, where I'll be walking you through my personal process. Thanks for joining me, and if you're watching this at any time of the year, you can start now. There's no hard and fast rule that we have to start something new at the beginning of the year. Jump in now. No matter the day, month, or season, you won't regret it. Let's close out this episode with this quote from Swami Sivananda. Put your heart, mind, intellect, and soul even to your smallest acts. This is the secret of success.